0: What is going on everybody and welcome back to the Zealous Geordie Podcast. Um, it's a pleasure to be back here with you. And if you're new here, my name is Curtis. And uh, yeah, I believe if I'm thinking right, it's week number four. Week number four of coming at you in podcast form. And I'm enjoying it. It's a blessing. And I hope it's a blessing and enjoyment to you. But truth is, we have been... On YouTube and on social media, a lot longer than four weeks. We've been sharing for about two years, actually, everything that the Lord has been doing in the streets of Newcastle and further across the UK through um, Open Space Kingdom Movement Street Preaching. And I want to invite you guys, if you're not familiar with it, I guess most of you probably will be, if you're not familiar with it, to check it out. The link will be in the description. But if you're on a streaming service, I'm sure that you will be able to find it on our website, on Instagram or YouTube or or something like that. Check it out. However, I don't want you guys to check it out. I don't want you to um, share anything, comment on anything, nothing like that until you have watched this full video until the end. Because what I'm going to talk about today is of paramount importance. It's so important before you listen to another word that I say that you check out the rest of this video. And the reason I say that is because you don't have to spend too much time on YouTube or wherever else to see that there is thousands of thousands of Christian influencers. There's thousands of people who are speaking into your life in the name of... Of Jesus, there's thousands of people who are teaching you in the name of Jesus, and there's thousands of people who are outside of here as well in the streets are speaking in the name of Jesus. Now that may well be an amazing thing, and it can be an amazing thing, but it can also be a tragic, dangerous thing. Now, why would I say it could be a tragic, dangerous thing? People speaking in the name of Jesus. Well, the Bible tells us to be sober, to be pretty slow, and to weigh what it is that we allow. Into our lives To protect our hearts To guard our minds To really see If what people are saying Is true Now there's thousands of people here On this platform And many different platforms What What is it that they're actually saying? Because the Bible tells us In the, the last days Which is any time after Christ has gone to be with the Father And he returns Well it says that many false prophets Will raise up and lead people astray It tells us that Not many should desire to be teachers because you be held to a higher account now there's so many teachers there's so many different words being spoken what i'm asking you guys to do in love is to press pause and to find out what foundation not just those guys are standing on but what is it that i'm standing on i'm asking you to test my foundation before you allow me to speak into your life see this topic massively important so important it's so important for what you listen to what you're watching but it's also so important for you guys who are reaching out and wanting to get involved in the outreaches in everything that we're doing um it's important that you know what we're about and it's important what you also know that we're not in agreement with and if we're in agreement and you're about it then we can be about our father's business together so with all of that said guys in this video i want to share with you short sharp and strip back what it is that i believe what it is that i preach what it is that i can't stand alongside but also a little bit of the journey that brought me to where i am today so with that said one of the biggest challenges that i've ever faced is a christian um and is somebody who has been standing in the streets preaching somebody who shares the gospel and somebody who wants to be part of the body of christ and somebody who is part of the body of christ isn't the stuff that people say on the streets it isn't the things that people throw on the streets it isn't the persecution from the police it isn't the terrible things people say in the comment sections it's none of that it's nothing that the world can do that's to be expected in fact the bible tells us that we're blessed when that happens that isn't what has caused me the most heartache the most time in prayer the most study it isn't a thing that has caused me to do the most internal work say father search my heart I want to I want to get this right the thing that has caused me to do that is really pondering on what the bible means to be in unity with your brother and your sister maybe you guys can relate what does it really mean to love your brother and your sister to be in agreement to stand on the steady Solid foundation in Christ. We know that the Bible says this, and this is massively important. The Bible tells us that um, the foundation of unity isn't love. Most people's ears prick up there. The foundation of unity isn't love. The foundation of unity, the foundation of our togetherness in Christ is the truth. It's the truth. The biblical solid truth jesus says he is the way the truth and the life the word of god is the truth we are unified by that but then you look out and you see so many different denominations you see so many different variations you see people take things in different ways and indeed you have and i have our own very strong convictions about things i'll share a little bit of mine in a moment and when i have been in the streets over the years, sharing the gospel, um, it's been a blessing to be able to stand with and encourage and to be encouraged by many different Christians. Many different brothers and sisters have come alongside me um, to preach the gospel and to hand out tracts and to pray with people. We've seen it in action. It's, it's, It's a blessing. It's important. But in the midst of that, something that has been a struggle, something that isn't quite as beautiful is the backwards and forwards battle that i've had to referee many times and this is what's caused me to do a lot of deep work with the lord i've refereed many many um arguments and debates some quite heated i've put on the black and white t-shirt and i've stood in between the calvinist and the arminian as they Tore chunks out of each other about who was right and who was wrong. I've stood in between the cessationist and the continuationist when it comes to the gifts. I've stood in between those who argue for women preachers and those who are against it. And the list goes on and it goes on and it goes on about what is right and what is wrong. How much difference is too much difference? Does this separate us? And I know that many of you guys listening and watching this listening and watching me right now will have very strong convictions about such things and so do i so do i i have my stance i have my firm beliefs on certain things um but how much of them come before unity do you know what i mean this is the stuff that i've really had to wrestle with and pray over in the lens of standing together for the gospel For being able to listen and take the teaching. How much difference is too much difference? And this is the question that I've asked many a scholar. I've asked many a believer. And to be honest, there's a lot of... um, There's been a lot of mixed answers. So just to use the Calvinist and the Arminian debate um, as an example for you guys. A lot of people like to ask me, Curtis, where do you stand? What do you believe? Because when you preach, you sound like a Calvinist. Well, what I would say to you guys is I'm certainly a lot more reformed in my belief. When you hear me preach, when you hear what I say, I'm definitely reformed leaning. I'm very slow to take a label, but I am. It's more than obvious. Does that mean that I can't love and honour and stand with my brother who's an Arminian? No. I've got a lot of dear brothers who are Arminians. But likewise, does that mean my brother on my right-hand side who is... A staunch Calvinist, label and everything, does that mean that I can't stand and love and respect him? How much difference is too much difference? Well the reality is when I ask my brother on the left the arminian to preach the gospel, he should tell me that we're saved by faith in Christ alone, no works added. And he should say the same thing as the Calvinist. So that's why I can stand with both of these brothers in the streets. Is there important topics that need to be discussed over a table? Yeah, of course there is, um, if we do it well. See, there's secondary issues, and there's personal preferences. You know, there's some things that you just find annoying. Let's be honest. There's secondary issues which you can look over. There's annoyances which you can take to the law and deal with. But there's then foundational issues. So regardless of where you stand on secondary issues, let me give you a few examples of what I mean by a secondary issue. I believe that infant baptism, should babies be baptized, or should you wait till you're an adult, is a secondary issue. Although we may have strong opinions on that, I don't believe that is enough to separate. I don't believe that when it comes to the discussion of the gifts of the spirit, of speaking in tongues, although you may have very strong opinions on that i don't believe that is enough to separate and break up the body of christ over but there is certain things that are not secondary there's certain things that are absolutely foundational truths that we cannot disagree on if we disagree on these things we believe a different gospel we believe that in in a different god we are not brothers we are not sisters we can't stand together and we won't be watching each other's content because it's so important and I just want to share with you guys where we stand and check it out. See if you agree with it. Weigh these words. Weigh them against the Word of God. So first up, we believe that the Bible is the infallible Word of God. We have our Bibles. We believe that it is God-breathed. We believe all 66 books are canon. And we believe that there's, although many men used a pen to write the Bible... We believe that there's one author the holy spirit and the bible is the foundational truth so therefore anything outside the bible well it just isn't we reject things like the book of mormon we reject what the jehovah's witnesses teach we reject what islam teaches we reject anything that adds to the finished word of the bible so moving on to number two we believe that god is the triune god so We affirm that God is one, but we also know that God is triune. That means he is one in nature, but three in persons. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All of them are co-equal. All of them are co-eternal. All of them are worthy of praise. But the Bible tells us that God is triune. We call that the Trinity. So we completely reject anything that says differently. We can't stand with, for example a oneness pentecostal because they say that god is one they say that there is no trinity we can't stand with a mormon or a jehovah's witness just like before when it comes to the scriptures we can't do that because it goes against the character of god revealed in the bible so number three we believe that god is sovereign that means god is in control the bible tells us that he is the alpha in the omega the beginning and the end that all things are from him and for him and to him god is in control and we also believe and affirm and preach that it is this god who is judge he gets to say what is right and wrong and on that day that we will will stand before him on judgment day and we also believe that the bad news is that all of us have sinned All of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. That came from Adam. It came from Eve. When sin entered the world, our human nature was corrupted. It is sinful. We are not in relationship with God by default. Without intervention, we're going to head to hell if we die in our sins. But we also preach the good news that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. And that moves us on to our next point. We believe that Jesus Christ, and this is what it's all about, we believe that our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, is God. As we said earlier, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we believe that Jesus is the second person of the Godhead, the Son. We believe that he is the face of the invisible God. We believe that he came down on a rescue mission for our souls. He paid the cost that we couldn't pay ourselves, and he satisfied the wrath of God by taking our sins and the punishment of them at the cross so that we could be free, adopted into the family. This is the gospel. So moving on from that, we believe that we are saved by the grace of God alone, by placing our faith in Christ alone, that we can't save ourselves. We can't work our way into heaven. This is not a works-based religion. This is falling upon the mercies of God. And finally, at least for the foundational stuff, we have to agree that you must be born again any other religion any other group that says you don't have to be born again that you've got to do a b c and d anything more than christ anything more than faith in christ being born again of the spirit is a false gospel and we can't stand with you obviously there is so much more we can talk about there's so much more that you may feel is foundational if so drop it in the comment section we can talk about it but i believe in order to stand with somebody in the streets in order to share somebody's content in order for to let somebody speak into your life this stuff these bullet points have got to be there it has to be the the foundation of what they're saying so guys please do rewind it take the bullet points go to the word of god see if what i'm saying is true and if that is the case and you find it to be true Come back here and share this with somebody so that we can get about our father's business together. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys and I look forward to seeing you soon. God bless you. God keep you. May his face shine upon you now and always. Take it easy.